What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast. I am here in the Early Bird CBD Studios. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. We're brought to you by Washed Media. Guess who's back in the building after a one-week hiatus? Well, it's uh, it's old, it's old uh, Big Philly style. Hey, Phil. Word. What's going on, man? Not a lot, man. I'm excited for tonight's Astros comeback. Game. Astros game too. Yeah, we're we're we're. This is going to be another podcast where we're just flying off the cuff here. Yeah. I, no notes, no schnotes, as uh, as we used to call them back That's in the day. The good stuff, though. This is what the people want. Yeah. This is this is just that untapped. Uh huh. It's um. It's it's unpasteurized. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's that. That's the best OJ is the one is the stuff that's. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just that pure juice, baby. Yeah, one hundred percent fresh squeezed. <laughs> no, but um, today we are going to man. Really, I'm just going to regale y'all with the stories of uh of this past five days, which which I spent in Brooklyn and New York City, and I've just got I've just got hot thoughts to to share and and wrecks to pass along and and. Bone and uh, bones to pick. Yeah, and I want to hear the, the all, hot takes. It just uh, hot takes, hot yeah. thoughts, hot takes, all the stuff. New York City, Brooklyn. It's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, man, how was how was uh, you've been doing a little? You had a sunriser event. Yeah. Did you did you brew some stuff up? Yeah, we have. Did uh, you get some business brewing? We- <laughs> <laughs> New business is brewing. Um, we're, I don't know that. I think we're non competing here with the Early Bird CBD Studios. Oh, oh! Should we? We can't. We I can't probably mention. shouldn't mention Sunriser uh, CBD cold brew coffee. Okay, well, but I don't know that Early Bird CBD has a cold brew. Probably not. So not many you know, people do. We're ahead know, of the curve. I think. I, I think you guys are. Uh, think y'all are in separate lanes. You know. Well, in that case, SunriserATX.com. <laughs> you can check out both. You How can. About that. We also have merch too. Get that merch, baby. Um. Yeah, man. So. I got back in late last night from New York. What time? Uh, so here's the thing. All right. Here's how the trip went down. Flew in Friday morning, and we were staying in Brooklyn until Monday. Yeah. Then that was the that was the portion of the trip where we had kind of like, which was partially uh, for Laura's work. Mm-hmm. So we go into Manhattan for Monday, Tuesday. So my options were to fly home early Tuesday morning. In which case, I really wouldn't have had any time at all in Manhattan. Or I could take the late flight, basically the red eye, out of out of, uh, out of of Newark back to Austin. Oof. So it was a 9 p.m. flight. Out of Newark? Out of Newark. Uh, I hate to um, to shit on anybody from the area, but man. <laughs> from New Jersey? Well, I mean, not just New Jersey. New Jersey's great, but Newark Airport is the worst airport I've ever flown in. And in really? and out of really, this is the Southwest Terminal. Okay, the Southwest about. Terminal is yeah. the A Terminal, and you're right. It is. It is caca. They have. It's pretty the bad. Security set up in a hallway. It, it, it's in a hallway. Like and they, then, they just quarantined off with like dividers. And then you get down there, and there is one restaurant which uh-huh. has a tiny little bar, and it is a crappy, just dirty little like. Fake Tex Mex joint. Yeah, that's right. And it is. It's. It's not good. It's not good. No. The the main terminal at Newark, where it's a United hub, it's very nice. It's like yeah. updated and modern and all sorts of stuff. And yeah. I think they're working towards revamping all of the terminals. Surely, but Terminal A, where Southwest flies in and out of, not great. It's a grind. That's okay though. It was it was raining all day on Tuesday. 
I was very worried that this flight was going to be pushed back even further. We had a little bit of congestion for takeoff, you know, mm-hmm. had to sit on the runway for about 20 minutes, but, uh, but that was it got home. But that, I mean, it still made it. What always sucks is when the flight back catches like a, like a headwind and yeah. it extends the flight. So it's like 45 yeah. minutes longer than, than the one going up there. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting, fortunately I, I, I was able to occupy most of the time with Southwest's free live TV. So I was just watching the, I was watching the Astros game. Oh, nice. And it, Which, it worked? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love is paying for Wi-Fi and then it doesn't work. So I've done that multiple times. Yeah. I, I did. Now, Southwest, by the way, I, I'm i not sure how Southwest is not a, is not even more popular than it is because we've talked about, we've talked about airlines on this podcast mm-hmm. before. It's probably a year ago though. So just a quick refreshing course. Southwest is the only airline now that doesn't charge you to check a bag. There's no bullshit about like economy fare versus standard economy versus basic economy where like some of these with like Delta and United, if you choose their, the cheapest fare, basic economy, you then have to pay extra to choose a seat, right? You have to pay extra to use the overhead bin. Oh, wow. Yes. Like they're like, they are just like nickel and diming the shit out of you. Yeah. Southwest. None of that. None of that. Two bags, by the way. You get to check. Yes, you can check two bags two for free. Ba- for free. Not to mention, you get to bring on your car- your two carry ons if you want to use that overhead to your heart's content. Yeah, no, you, you check in twenty four hours beforehand, and like if you're on top of that, you're getting B group at the at the worst. Right. Free messaging on their Wi Fi now. Oh, is that right? You get it. It's free to iMessage. Interesting. Plus, you get the live TV. I mean, no air, what, no, what no other airlines are is, is no other airline is doing anything close to that, right? And it's like, they, look, so they don't have first class. So what? We aren't the riding first class. The only thing those other airlines offer is like first class A, and then also the shitty meals that you can buy. Yeah, the little the bonus snacks or like whatever twelve dollars for like a little snack pack. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. But the flights were the flights were okay. Got back late last night, but that just means that that I'm 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 fresh today. Yes, very good. All right, so you tell me what you want to hear about first. Do you want to hear about Brooklyn or do you want to hear about my Tuesday shopping day? <laughs> no, let's go Brooklyn. Let's go Brooklyn first. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing about Brooklyn. You've this, never been there, right? I I I'd hung out many many years ago for like half day. Yeah. In one neighborhood of Brooklyn, never actually stayed in Brooklyn, never experienced it. Never really got, you know, got my feet wet in Brooklyn. Inundated. And I was able to do that on this trip. Ah. Brooklyn is fantastic. Yeah. Wow. You heard it first here. Really, really just nice. Yeah? Here's the thing. In Manhattan, you can be there as we were on a random Monday in October. And it's, it's just, it's like it's the most happening yeah nonstop place you'd think that like something major was going on right. the streets jam-packed people everywhere yeah. restaurants full to the brim yeah like it's just <laughs> like there's, it's so crowded it's a lot intersections jammed all day yeah. foot traffic pedestrians it's just like it's it's insane it's insane right mm-hmm. it's always something that i can't get over and it's like it's part of the reason that it, some of that is what people talk about when they talk about like the energy of New York City, you mm-hmm. know, which is a cliche that I both acknowledge 
truth within, but also, you know, get tired of because right. everybody uses it. Um, Brooklyn is is not like that. Brooklyn is basically just like a regular big city with a lot of cool things happening within it. Mm-hmm. And it's what in your your neighborhoods are walkable right like new york city like new york city neighborhoods are Mm -hmm. and you are a very short train ride into the madness but it was just like we we were walking home from dinner on weekend nights and it's like chill yeah there's like not that many people on the street right it's a nice quiet walk home Uh uh-huh you walk by a bar you hear some noise in there yeah you walk by a popular restaurant you hear some noise in there yeah but it's not it's not like there's just it I was so taken with the fact that it, like like I'm we're in Brooklyn. I'm like, oh, so like if you're over 30 and you decide that you're going to make a life change and move to New York, you live in Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> because you don't, you you can don't actually, even you don't even attempt yeah. to go do the Manhattan. Well, thing and that's what last time I um, actually and I were there. We went to Brooklyn for a full day. I, I wish next time we are going to stay there overnight. I highly recommend yeah. staying in Brooklyn. But that's that's the vibe we got. It's like it's it's a, a little bit quieter version of Manhattan. Anything you want to do, you can do in Brooklyn. Yes. And there was a hell of a lot more like families. Oh yeah. You know? A lot of kids. Yeah. And so it just felt um a little bit more familiar, right? It wasn't so like um out of this world experience like Manhattan. I mean, Manhattan is like nothing else. Yeah. I mean, the energy. The energy. <laughs> So, you know, uh, Brooklyn, a lot like Manhattan, is like kind of broken into its various neighborhoods. Yeah. When you're in Manhattan, you could choose a neighborhood and not leave it. Really? Yeah, of course you could. You could stay in Soho and never leave Soho. You could do oh, all- in Manhattan. Wait. Yeah. I th- okay. I thought you were talking about Brooklyn. Right? But you would you would feel very, I think, constricted if you did that because because Manhattan is so- is so narrow, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's so tight and and right. up. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't leave the West Village or the Upper West Side or Chelsea or mm-hmm. wherever, like you'd feel like you hadn't really gone very far. You know what I mean? That you hadn't like seen yeah. a bunch. Brooklyn is like three times the size of Manhattan. So we stayed in Williamsburg and we did not leave Williamsburg. Yeah. And that's that's pretty cool to basically be able to like pick a neighborhood in Brooklyn uh-huh. and just do that neighborhood over the course of two or three days. Best thing y'all did in Williamsburg. So Williamsburg has a very popular restaurant, which some of uh, some of our listeners were kind enough to uh, to recommend. Mm-hmm. It's called Lilia, L I L I A. It's an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Very very difficult reservation Ooh. to get. So. Here's what you do, and I overheard people talking about this. So this is how I this is how I knew knew how to do this. Actually, I think I kind of guessed. Uh-huh. I was looking at a pizza place, another one that I, I didn't get to try the pizza place, but it was another one that uh, that the cool kids uh, referred me to. That one because it was too far away. Like I looked it up, and it was like 20 minutes by oh, Uber. That's yikes. how that's that's Brooklyn. Like it's yeah it, yeah, yeah. It, more of a sprawl yeah. by far than mm-hmm. Manhattan is. Mm-hmm. You know, like getting from Williamsburg to Bushwick. Not all that quick. Um, the pizza place. Damn, what was it called? I really, uh, I can't. I, I, it's, it's slipping my mind. Oh, Lucali. 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 Lucali tells you to do this on their website. Lucali is no reservations. So you get to Lucali opens at five thirty. They tell you to get there at five. You wait in line. 
and then they tell you when to come back. <laughs> Wait. D- so they're like, all right, well, we, you'll be able to sit down in two hours. Yeah. Come back in two hours. Yes. Except for getting the two hour one uh-huh. is like if you're the, if you get there at four or four thirty. Get the fuck. It's out. basically the pizza edition of Franklin. But wait, but wait. No, thank you. But wait, I because I, I I'm I kind of like this, and I kind of wish that a place like Franklin would start implementing this type of thing. So you can leave and go do something else. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get that. All so. Right. Lilia, no reservations, but I was like, I think I kind of get the, I think I'm getting the feeling that if you show up when, when it opens and you put your name down, they'll do this. They'll tell you when you can come back. Yeah. So we got, we got to Lilia at five. This was for a Sunday night. And they said, okay, we can see you at the bar in between eight 30 and nine. Perfect. <laughs> so this worked out flawlessly for us. This is exactly <laughs> what we were hoping for. I love a bar seat by the way. But Oh, I, Love it. I would rather sit. I would rather sit at the bar. I usually this yeah. And put and, me at and, the bar. And anybody that that has not experienced this or hasn't messed around with this, it's a great call. Not only and and don't feel like you have to meet the people around you. No, but you can if you want. And sometimes it's fun to have those conversations and interact with other people. But guess what? Especially at these little smaller, tighter spots like this, you basically your waiter is basically like on call. Right. Because it's the bartender who's five feet away from you. <laughs> yeah, you, you know? get better service. So you get at the you bar. get incredible service really when you do. sit at the bar, yes. and it's just you you get to talk to that to the to your bartender a little bit. He's got very he's knowledgeable about the drinks. He's knowledgeable about the menu. It's just I I I yeah. all, I really like sitting at the bar as well, unless you're trying to have like a very like intimate romantic dinner and you want like more privacy. Then I get that. But yeah. if you're just like experiencing a new restaurant, and you're there for the food and the wine and all that. Highly recommend sitting at the bar, especially at a new city or town that you're in for yeah. the first time. Yeah, or returning, and it's one of your first days there or whatever. The bartender always knows, yeah. typically, some good spots, and they're totally. happy to talk to you. Um, so that worked out perfectly. It's still, it it's you know it's wild that you can get there at five, and it's a it's already a three and a half hour wait. Man. But also, I I, I love. I like that. I like this new concept of just being very straightforward with the stupid weight, the insane weight, and just saying, we're going to text you. You'll have like 10, 15 minutes to get here when we do and go off, do your own thing. Yeah. It's much better than we'll put your name on the list. I would absolutely hang I, around for two hours. I probably would eat at Franklin barbecue every other month if they had this system. Uh huh. But instead, they make you wait in line for the three and a half hours instead. <laughs> no, thanks. So, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. By the way, this place looks fucking incredible. What'd y'all have? We had. I mean, you don't have to go course by course, but I mean, we, we highlights we, the the Maffaldini pasta, Maffaldini. which is like a I'm, I'm going to call it corrugated in Looking its shape at it right now. Beautiful is phenomenal. Very simple, very straightforward, which mm. is usually the type of pasta I like. Like I'm a big cacio e pepe guy, Me right? Too. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the that was kind of the flavor profile. Mm. Uh, we did the scallops, incredible. Mm. We did the with a fish. Is it sea bass? I believe uh, it. I'm not looking at menu. Oh, you're I'm not just looking going at menu. Photos yeah. here. we did a fish dish. Also, really, really nice. And uh, and then a uh, a really nice bottle of wine. We were celebrating uh, Laura's thirtieth. Oh wow! Yeah, which Happy is birthday, Laura. Yeah, but it was. But really, I mean, I, I would go on to later hear other people just like I'd casually overhear p- people talking about this restaurant. So it's 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 a. Uh, Good for you. It's hot spot. It's a hot spot. Uh, I mean, Cool Kids really pulled it 
pulled it they off. They did. Then. They did. I would not. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it would have crossed my path, but I had multiple recommendations for it. That's how I knew. That's how I knew to go there. Yes. Yeah. Um. What else? Chicken liver crostini. Y'all didn't have that. We did, I didn't go for the chicken liver. No. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um. Now tell me about something you didn't care for in Brooklyn. Okay. If, I will. if there is anything. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you something I didn't care for in Brooklyn. <laughs> yes. Um. The. The amount of blogger photography going on in Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> is frankly astonishing. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, so much so that if you are, if you're an aspiring photographer uh-huh. and you're not getting work in whatever city that you're living in, yeah, I'm fairly certain you could move to Brooklyn and make a living charging like I don't know sixty or seventy dollars an hour to just take people's photos that want their to, to so that they can get their gram off. Is that what's going on? I don't know if this is going on, but it's what I imagine is going on. T- tell me about a photo you saw okay. being taken. Day one, we get there Friday. <laughs> we're checking to the hotel and we we just walk down the street to like this little like, you know, lunch spot basically. It's called Egg. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um we're sitting in there. It's late lunch. It's like 3:30 p.m. Outside on the sidewalk, two girls happen by, and they're standing. I mean, they're right in front of the door here. I can see. I'm looking at them. I can watch everything that they're doing. They've each got a bag, and they start, like, primping, getting ready, mm-hmm. putting on, like, a scarf, like, making sure their stuff is right. One of them has a, you know, a DLSR camera, and then they just start going to work, baby. <laughs> One of them is snapping these photos of the other. She's getting here. She's getting there, doing the pose, getting the hair flip, doing like the serious face, getting some smiles, sunglasses on, sunglasses off. Holy shit. This is in the doorway? Just, it's like right outside. It's like on a bench. Okay. Three feet outside of the door on a, on a street in Brooklyn. And then, then this was the best, this was the best. This goes on for about, I don't know, somewhere in between five and 10 minutes. And then they switch. <laughs> yeah. I thought one of them was the photographer and no. one of them was the, the blogger. They're grinding, baby. They're, they switch. Yeah. So they're doing this. See, that's that they're working it. They're they are getting they're you know, that's how you do it. It's it, it's a quid pro quo, as it were, right? <laughs> I guess. Dude, um, see when I see stuff like that, I cannot look away. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It creates it and this is and this is, you know, I, I've I've certainly lamented my levels of shame that I feel for trying to get fit picks off. You know what I mean? It just because I ne- because the, the, and this is this is to really really become a successful like fit pick style blogger, you got to have no shame, baby, because you have to be all. out that you have to be out there and you have to be doing this shit. Right. And it's easy to make fun of all these people because 90% of them don't have what it takes and they do look like goobers and they fits aren't good. And they their their content isn't great, and it's just like it, it just constantly like gnaws at me. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to look like a goon out there. Mm-hmm. And so instead, I wait for a quiet street, and then I shove my phone into Laura's hand, and I say, "Go right now, take a picture, take a picture." <laughs> and then I shove my hand in my pockets, uh-huh. and I try to put on not a dumb face. Yeah. And then I let her take like four photos, and then I'm like, "Okay, I'm sure one of them is fine." And it that's just that's that's how it's gonna go for me. Yeah. Now. Laura also hates being the photographer. She doesn't like partaking. Oh, of course not. <laughs> she <laughs> is not. She's not an Instagram like you know the term. Have you heard the term Instagram boyfriend? Uh, yeah. 
that's like she's not an instagram girlfriend she's not an instagram girlfriend no she is not like down to just like let me like strut strut my shit she's not getting your angles down the sidewalk and like help me with the angles and like find good spots you know what i mean which is fine to each their own and um you know that that's just that that's that's what you got to do if if you really want to be able to churn out the content right now i'm settling for just like you know getting one here and there yeah making her awkward uh-huh. maybe once a day on a trip and that's that's fine for me that's yeah. good for me you'll get enough <laughs> you'll get enough out of it i mean it's just a matter of time before this whole thing pops off and you know club cool is sponsored and uh, right we right get all of the free merch you can even think yeah. to have hey hey um so that 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 was the first one that i saw and that was within like two hours of being there god then the next day i saw this that's when i saw like two photographers who were taking pictures of of for instagram basically and they looked like they were more like they they just had the feel of like somebody that had been hired to get a certain gram i saw one girl doing like a back bend on like an inclined like uh structure yeah like a ramp kind of up to like a parking garage or something she was doing like a back like a you know a back handstand on it with the city in the background. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That one that one could have been she's good. That one could have been good. Blogger. Yeah, she's a yoga lifestyle blogger. Saw another chick that was popping off in front of some murals with her photographer. Yeah. Um and and see this is what I was thinking here is that you got to have you got to have big cojones to walk out in an intersection in Manhattan. Yes. And and let people start let your dude start flicking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean the camera that's way. That's what was going down? No. No, but see, this is why I think it's so prevalent in Brooklyn because it is quieter. Uh-huh. Because there are the little nooks and crannies. Yeah. Because it's there's a little bit more privacy that they can do this with slightly less amounts of shame than just like being in Manhattan and and you know being in front of two thousand people trying to get the yeah. trying to get the gram. It all looks the same after a while too. Yeah, I mean, it if does. you're doing it does. the same murals and all this shit. Now here the, the here was the pinnacle. Let me tell you about the pinnacle of this. So the probably the most touristy thing we did while in Brooklyn was we went to the Brooklyn Bridge and walked yeah. about halfway. We didn't go all the way to Manhattan. It looked really long, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, isn't it? It is, it is. It's also, we'll get to the weather in a minute, but the Brooklyn Bridge, this was a Monday, by the way. God knows what type of shit show it is on a Saturday. Oh, my God. But it was, I mean, it was like... It, almost shoulder-to-shoulder people trying to walk across this bridge. And this is where everybody yeah. is trying to get their gram. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And it, I mean, like, people with little regard for their own safety, like straddling the rafters and shit like that. Oh, my God. And, like, it, people, you know, all the their friends and their boyfriends and their girlfriends and their spouses, like, trying to find the right angle to, like, cut these massive crowds out of the photo so that you can get something. Fuck. It, I mean, it was, are you familiar with the, uh, this is what I told Laura when we were, we walked about not even halfway. We got to like a, a spot where the bridge kind of opens up. There was some, there was a, uh, a cart selling uh, mango snacks, mango slices. That was about it for us. Then we walked back into Brooklyn. Um, oh yeah. So, what was I? What was I? Gonna... The pinnacle of the Instagram 
madness was on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, where was I going with this? Um, back to Brooklyn, obviously. But yeah, straight back to Brooklyn. Damn. Well, now, now. What do I, you do I, if you're on a I bike? Ju- I just this just. Uh, you blew it. My train of thought just completely. Escaped it's too me. much Instagram. It's 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 all in your head. Yeah. It it was it was insane. So what do you do? Like, wh- mm. I can't imagine living there and trying to it. bike somewhere, and then all these fucks are in the way. Well, so you don't. You, I, I don't think anybody that actually lives there like even fucks with the Brooklyn Bridge uh, to try to to ride their bike. I think you go to the Williamsburg or the other yeah. one. There's there's like three kind of all in that span. The Brooklyn Bridge is essentially like dedicated to tourists, it feels like now. Yikes. The movie, Wayne's World. Have you seen it? Yeah. You know, at like the beginning of the movie when they walk in like Guitar Center uh-huh. and Wayne or Garth, I can't remember which one, like picks up the guitar that they want and they start picking the chords to Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. And the store associate like taps him on the shoulder and like points to the sign. And it's like absolutely no stairway to heaven. Right. Because <laughs> that's the song that everybody wants to. Those are the, the chords that everybody wants to pick when they like pick up a, pick up a guitar. Mm-hmm. That's what the Brooklyn Bridge needs is just signs like everywhere along the bridge and like up on the rafters. It's just like absolutely no blogger style photography. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine that. It kind, had- like it kind of ruined it. Like yeah. it. It it uh, look and I'm making fun of all the of all the Instagram stuff of all the influencers and all the wannabe bloggers out there, of which I I kind of consider myself. So it's like a, a bit of this is just kind of self self deprecating. I feel like, yeah. but like it doesn't. Ha- th- this was so overwhelming, and everybody there was so was trying so hard to get their like solo shot. It's just it just ruined. It ruined kind of the scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this was supposed. I just, it, I, I couldn't help but like think back like 15 years ago when not everybody had a cell phone out mm-hmm. at every single moment of the day, mm-hmm. and like not everything had to be documented. And I was just, it was just kind of like, man, it's probably this, this, this probably what was better in the good old days. Yes, 100. You know? That's why I love following 90s anxiety on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because the photo quality is terrible. Yeah, and it just, it feels better. Yeah, everybody was. Okay, now we're going over the bridge. Yeah. Here we are. We're in mm-hmm. Manhattan. Yeah. And you find yourself in Bodie. How the hell did that happen? Okay. And that, by the way, resembles this studio that we're in right now, <laughs> which is a glorified closet. <laughs> yeah, so so the reason that I stayed on Tuesday, the reason that I did the late flight on Tuesday is because I used Tuesday as basically my exploratory shopping day. I went and hit all the spots that I wanted to see. So I went and I, I saw MA and Cafe Leon Dor, saw their new digs, went to the new 18 East outpost, mm-hmm. went to Noah NYC store. I went, I popped into um, the Acne Studio store mm-hmm. there in Soho, <clears throat> popped into the big Nike town, uh, Uniqlo to see what, what, all the, what all the fleece rage is about. Uh, completely sold out of the engineered garments, uh, full zip, by the Damn. way, at the Uniqlo in Soho. Um, but the the thing that I was most excited for is to go see Bodhi, a brand that we've talked about on this podcast before. And they do not have a retail store. What they have is their studio and their like workspace and s- sewing house right smack dab in the middle of Chinatown. 
like I mean, you you if you follow me on Instagram at Bear Dudley and you saw this post from from yesterday uh, or two days ago or whenever 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 you're listening to this, like you you're you are on East Broadway in Chinatown and you're like you're looking at like a cafe bank and a fish market with like live shrimp crawling around like real Chinatown stuff. You know, there's a mm-hmm. pharmacy. There's it's just it's Chinese letters as far as the eye can see. Like it's all. It, it, it's an Asian population there. There was like a big band going down the street in what I think was part of like a funeral celebration because one of the businesses right next to them is a is like a, is like a funeral home or a mortuary. You hit the buzzer, they buzz you in, and you walk up tiny little narrow st- metal staircases up to the second and third floor, and you are in some cramped-ass quarters wow. with like somewhere between 12, 10 and 15 people walking around. To do this, I emailed sales at bodynewyork.com and was like, hey, I'd like to make an appointment to come see the shop. Yeah. And they set you up. They say, what time can you do? I said, how about 2 p.m.? They said, yeah, that works. We'll see it too. When you hit the buzzer, they're like, who are you? You say, Barrett Dudley here from Club Cool. <laughs> and they let you up. I just said, uh, uh, Barrett, I made an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to buy something. Um. So, man, this this I, I'm telling you what, this is crazy. Like, you know, she just, I can't remember if she won or was a finalist for the CFDA award, but she's now been featured in like every fashion publication that matters, Emily Bodie. And I'm like sitting there, like looking through the four tiny racks of, of one of a kind pieces that they, that you can buy there. And she's just like sitting at a table 15 yeah. feet away and like a big work table, kind of like this with, uh, she came up, introduced herself, you know. I mean, it was like... Holy shit, dude. What an experience. Yeah, it was really, really something. And people are popping in and out. They're grabbing pieces. They were getting ready to fulfill fall wholesale orders. There's There there was one guy who was like, I don't... If Have you seen some of the pieces, like the jackets and the pants, which have like a lot of artwork right. on them? Like uh-huh. a lot... They're like tan, kind of orangey, yellow pieces, suede, Swedish or moleskin looking. And then there's like a lot of kind of like retro, colorful looking art and, and copy tech text Uh pieces on them there's a guy just sitting there like doing that art on these pieces um a couple of computers out just garment bags everywhere i mean incredible it was in in like i mean this was like you watch marvelous and mrs mazel no okay he one of the characters in marvelous mrs mazel owns like a sewing shop he owns a, a clothing factory and it's like it you all the old exposed brick and kind of the old kind of like dingy windows like it was it it was all of that it authentic was AF. it was ex- extremely authentic yeah that's and amazing. definitely like the highlight of this shopping day for sure because it was so unique and yeah. i mean like they here's the other thing they told me they are getting ready to open retail mm-hmm. relatively soon so I, I was i was extra happy because you won't be able to do this very much longer because then they'll just have their store and you won't be able to pop in and like yeah. actually see Emily Bodie like over there designing and yeah. getting shit done and, and sewing tiny pearls on like a crochet linen shirt. <laughs> Did they like watch you while you're in there? Were so, you allowed to try anything on? Yeah. So like I said, they, they, they were like this little spot, you know, I took photos of the four of the four little racks and, um, I mean, you very, very close quarters. Yeah. So the, the, their work table that is about the size of this podcasting table, maybe slightly bigger, 
I mean, it was like me just like standing in that corner, kind of uh-huh. like looking at the stuff. Um, I, I would, yeah, I was able to try stuff on and, you know, I felt like I was, you do the, the weird thing is that you kind of feel like you're, you're invading a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so uncomfortable. And she, she's obviously been covered in the press. Uh huh. So often that it was a slight, it was a little bit like, I'm not going to say that I was starstruck, but this is somebody that I've read a lot about and like really, really respect and admire and, and yeah, is obviously like, uh, glowing up right now. Right. Yeah. And so it was a little weird, but I was like, I, so I, you know, I would, I would put stuff on over my t-shirt and then kind of when I like boiled it down, uh, to like a, a, a few pieces, I was like, is it cool if I just like, can yeah. I just like pop the top here and put this on with no t-shirt? They're like, yeah, we're, we're fine. We're fine with that. And like, and so Dude, I just, these sewing machines are ancient. Yeah. They're working with. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was something. Wow. And so on their, on the second floor is there is what they they refer to as their studio. Uh-huh. And that is the room where all, all of these like ancient fabrics that they're using and like this, you know, crazy stuff that they've sourced from Africa or, or India or wherever, like bolts of fabric and quilts is all like sitting in piles. And there are people sitting there at the sewing machines, either creating the garments or like doing the finishing touches on them. Like, like one shirt has, has is getting like these little tiny figurines like mm-hmm. sewn all over it. And they're sitting there like sewing those on. And I mean, it, it was just, it was, it was very, you just, you, one, you don't get to see stuff like that every day. So for somebody that is like works in product development and works in fashion is like, so kind of in love with the, the, the industry and the culture as a whole, really fabulous to get to see all that. But then also you talk about like a value prop, talk about like wanting to know why something is expensive. Right. This was, this uh, very obvious was like, okay, maybe these prices are actually great. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, because like at this, you're, you're, you're renting that space in Chinatown and you're and operating out of those tiny little at that out of, the, out of those tiny little quarters and you're paying your 12 employees or whoever they are. And I mean, it's just like a, so much that goes into that. So, and most of her stuff is one of a kind, right? Yeah. So as they've expanded a little bit into wholesale, they are, it, it, they do, they work with some partner manufacturers in New York now to create like, ex, you know, extended runs of some pieces. Mm-hmm. But then she's also creating a lot of like, one-off stuff still that's still right there in that studio not to mention that even if you like like one of the things that they have going for fall is called uh it's this it's one of the african cloths i told you about it's like this blue and white striped indigo from africa Mm -hmm. and they're making a bunch of you know kind of like long sleeve shirts with that it's one of the things that that you can find on their website as well as some others no two are alike man there's no because some have pockets some don't uh some have Repairs some don't uh-huh. like the the variate the variation in stripes is is different from garment to garment. Right. So it's all kind of even the stuff that they're making more of is unique. I would say. So that was uh, that was pretty that was pretty sweet. Did you cop anything? So I think what I th- I think what I what I will end up I I basically left saying that I was going to like pick between one and two pieces and I needed time mm-hmm. to just to make a decision. The one that I fell in love with that I'll probably email them to send to have sent to me is a short sleeve like camp collar shirt Mm -hmm. and it is cut completely from a 1930s fan quilt (laughs) oh my god and it is it it, it's just like i don't know like there was just something about you don't have a picture of it 
so that's the one thing I, I, I was so nervous. I was like, can I take a photo of this? Can I take a photo of this? Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. okay? Is it okay? And they're like, yeah, just not this area right here. Only this area right here. And so like, I, I was just kind of nervous about of course being liberal with the photography. And so I forgot to take a photo of the shirt, but I will definitely, I'm like, I'm 99% sure that I'm going to, yeah. th- they were so nice with the whole experience that I want to make it, mm-hmm. make that, make their side of it worth it. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah. So I'll, man, I'll, that is I'll incredible. Soon. I thought it seemed from the photos that you had on Instagram that it had to have been an appointment situation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, and I was really wondering if you bought anything <laughs> and how, and how the whole experience was as far as employees, but that is not what I expected. So the guy that I had emailed with, his name was Omer. Uh-huh. And he'd been working there for about four or five months. He said, he like while I was like looking through all the pieces, he was the guy that I booked the appointment through, and he obviously is kind of one of their like sales directors, if yeah. not the sales director at this point. He's helping with all the wholesale fulfillment and like getting retail set up and 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 doing all of that. I mean, he just like sat there and like talked to me about the clothes and like shot shot the shit with me and talked about Austin and and restaurants and all sorts of stuff. So it was. Yeah, very Just enjoyable. All positive and really cool and unique. That's incredible, dude. Yeah. Um that's incredible. Yeah, I was just thinking about what what one of the pieces from Bodie would go with well. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I decided would be the best pairing for one of the shirts is really good hair. <laughs> You're going to want to... Here's the thing, Phil. Yeah. you It's easy to lose your hair. It is. Which is why you just need to get it over with and go to keeps.com slash cool. Uh-huh. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash cool. I, I just want to get... I'm, I'm going to get right to the meat here, Phil. Uh-huh. First month of treatment to keep your hair is free at keeps.com slash cool. So I, I, I don't know what more, than, what more you need That's than that. That's huge. But I will tell you more. Two out of three guys experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. We're coming right up on that number, aren't we, buddy? <laughs> oh, I'm very close. Uh, the good news with today's advancement in science, you can have proven treatments that keep that keep your hair. They combat the symptoms of hair loss. That is what Keeps is helping us do. They've revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss. No more do you have to make an appointment at a doctor's office and go in and waste time waiting around and then have a weird conversation with a doctor and then, you know, waffle back and forth on like, do you need this? Do you need that? Nope. Now, thanks to Keeps, you just visit a doctor online and get medication delivered right to your home. No more waiting rooms. No more pharmacy. Who doesn't love drug delivery straight to their house, Phil? All from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. And like I just told you, you're going to get your first month free at keeps.com slash cool. Look, man, I don't know what to tell you. You got you to do it early. Yeah. So Early that, prevention is or key. It's early prevention is key. So yes. if you've even just like started to see it slip, then it's time, baby. Yeah. One more time. That's keeps.com slash cool. Yeah, you just take a few photos and then bingo, bingo, bongo. 
the drugs show up at your at your doorstep, Phil. Beautiful. It's ten dollars a month. Keeps dot com slash cool. All right, Phil. Um, okay. Bodie was tight, huh? Bodie was tight. The shopping trip was cool. I we you know, I I had a few people make fun of my Instagram story <laughs> post from Amy Leondor from the cafe because we've talked about it so many times and Will has come on this podcast and talked about it multiple times. Uh-huh. And so it was just like, of course I went there. Yeah. But I will say. But you got that, that wide angle off, which I appreciated. I, you noticed. Yeah. That was a, that was a wide angle. <laughs> I did. I was playing you with this. You can't thing. get that photo. Seeing everything yeah. that's captured yeah. in the, in the, the yeah. actual photo. Well, i tell you what. I was playing with this phone while I was at the Brooklyn Brewery. Uh-huh. And I was wearing some pants with these damn-ass shallow pockets. Ooh. And this thing slipped out of my pants pocket, and the three-week-old phone is has now has a cracked screen. Oh, fuck. And a little... a little. I, I'm worried that it's more than that, because there's, like, this yeah. little, like, a little piece yeah, is maybe... Um, well, I have Apple Plus Care. Oh, there you go. So we're going to go see what they can do about this. On fr- replace it, on they? Friday. I, they will definitely replace the screen for a nominal fee. But I don't know. We'll see. We will see what I what, I, the can, right thing, what yeah. I can work out with them. But that was that was also something I didn't like like about Brooklyn is that the pants I wore had shallow pockets and <laughs> Brooklyn Brewery's uh cement floors were obviously far too hard. Uh, obvious. Yeah, see? <laughs> Not conducive to Instagram. Yeah, and just, you know. But God, you know, I it, I don't know how Ross does it. He he carries these things around with no case ever. Me too. I'm, I, I'm bareback you're, here. You're, man. That's you. You guys are crazy. You got to pay attention, Barrett. <sighs> I really I was I was pay trying attention. so hard. I had I had the last one, my seven plus, two and a half years. Never not a damn crack on that thing. But you had it in a case. I did. Yeah. Nah, you got to live on the edge, man. It's time. Nah, it's time for a case. I'm ordering. I'm ordering one tomorrow, and then we're getting this thing fixed up on Friday, hopefully. That was one other thing that I didn't like about Brooklyn, though, is the time that I broke my phone. <laughs> Those damn floors are too hard. <laughs> Brooklyn Brewery's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it was. It was good. It, it's like owned by InBev now and stuff, though. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like it's it's probably super corporate. Yeah, we. I, I passed mean, on the tour because I was like, I don't need to right, see that. Right, the tour is like you can see it. It's right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. They go to like another room. I got a flight of beers. The beers were good. Be- that's the thing. They they make they have a good product. Yeah. Yeah, the, I I will say that we went in there for one beer and promptly left. Yeah, just because I was like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that, it was good. Um, got to go to the Yankees game. By the oh, way, man, because of the rain delay, Friday worked out like it was like, oh shit, we're gonna be here for Astros Yankees. So we went. It was the most boring game of the series. All of the runs were scored in the first inning. I felt terrible that they couldn't pull that off for you at. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been sweet, but it was still a good experience. Yeah. It was really, really cool to see New Yankee Stadium, which is, a, for the most part, a really, really fun ballpark. I, here's another bone that I'll pick, though. It, every single, like, you basically have to go to a different vendor for every single item that you want. What do you mean? So there's, like, pretzels here, and then popcorn here, and then, like, hot dogs here, uh. and steak sandwiches here. And burgers and fries here. And it's just like, at one point we spent like 45 minutes <laughs> out in the concourse yeah. trying to find. You know, beer and a pretzel. Yeah, trying to find like, oh, well, we want these beers. Oh, but we want, now we want a pretzel. Oh, now we want hot dogs from here. Uh-huh, so it was just yeah. like, you know, lump a few more things together for me one time, man. Come on, Yankees. And then also, it, 
the pretzels, they couldn't get the pretzels hot. Oh, God. You had a 182-game regular season to figure the pretzels out. You didn't think this was going to be... <laughs> you, you can't get a pretzel hot for a playoff game? Uh, I bet that pretzel cost you a pretty penny, too, didn't it? We didn't get a pretzel because they never got hot. That's ah. what I'm telling you, Phil. They I, warned you these aren't going to be hot? We went, and they were like, we just gave away our last hot pretzels. Now we got to put a whole bunch more pretzels in the thing, in like the ba- in the in the warmer or whatever. If you want a hot pretzel, you got to go the other side of the And so problem. we came back like 25 minutes later, and they were like, yeah, the pretzels still are not. <laughs> <laughs> were you wearing Astros gear? Yeah. That's why. She, no, they, she was like, people are taking them cold. And I was like, I don't want a damn cold yeah. pretzel. Did you get heckled? So... Didn't really get heckled. In fact, and we rode the train from Brooklyn up to the Bronx and back because that's the other thing about New York City is I love taking the subway. Uh, Same. Um, Except when I can't figure out which way I'm going. So that happens (laughs) to me at least once before I all get it figured out. Oh, yeah. I only only messed us up one time. That's pretty good. Only one time. That's pretty good. And I recognized it as soon as we got on. I was like, nope, we did it. I did it wrong. (laughs) Got off at the next stop, which fortunately, it wasn't like an express train that takes you like 15 minutes away. God, it's infuriating. Next stop. And then we, I I course corrected. Other than that, I was, it was, I I executed flawlessly, which I was very, very proud of. Um, Okay. So no, but people on the train were really nice to me. Had some great conversations. Saw... Fair of quite a few other Astro, uh, Astros fans. Yeah, fist bumped George Springer's wife in line for beers. Man, uh, and um, yeah. So the only heckling that I got, we were so there were three guys, probably around my age, sitting behind us. Oh, perfect. And they were basically like, they really wanted me to know. Yeah, that like they were talking mad shit about the Astros. Nice. So. Kept calling Jose Altuve like a midget and like how uh-huh. innovative it was for the Astros GM to like uh, to to sign a midget because uh-huh. who knew they could play baseball this well and like just like how Verlander was the just a biggest dickhead doofus on the planet like they were they were just going after it hard mm-hmm. and I it I'm positive that this was in part because they knew that they had Astros fans sitting of in front of us. It's like a big show. So I just want to say thank you to them for making the experience that much more authentic because really, millennials yeah. are all about authenticity, authenticity within their, uh, you know, their life experiences. Yes. So it was, it was great to listen to three New Yorkers just to heckle the shit out of the Astros 18 inches behind my, by my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, they ended up losing. They also, yeah, and they yeah, ended up losing because because uh, you suck, Yankees. Damn. But uh, they did take that one, and it's it's fine. It's fine. Would have been nice if we had won, though. That's good to hear. I, I just assumed that you would get just destroyed if you were wearing Astros gear out there. Yeah. Yeah. No. It what it really they were they it, so okay. Here's the tip: you don't go sit in the bleachers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That they they are. That's like where they they call them the bleacher creatures. Uh huh. That's where they <laughs> they they like they spend like fifteen minutes of the first inning doing like this chant where they chant every starting player's name. Uh huh. And they they're just they're getting lit out there the yeah. whole time. It's it's rowdy. It's basically like a glorified mosh pit. I feel like. Nice. Yeah. So get get yourself some good seats. <laughs> Don't try to do the Wrigley thing. The Wrigley thing where oh, you go Wrigley sit is in the bleachers. Such a great place. Yeah. There's still nothing better than Wrigley. Yeah. These new stadiums will never. They won't. They won't ever quite cut it. No. Um, Any other highlights? Great experiences at both the Williamsburg Hotel, yeah, and the Highline Hotel in the, Manhattan. The standard? No, 
it's it's close. It, they're both near the uh-huh. High Line and like Hell's Kitchen. Oh, okay. But nice. uh, but yeah, the high the, the High Line Hotel yeah. is what it's called. It's very very good for a good spot. That's a good area. Yeah, it's okay. Is it not in Chelsea? Yeah, you're in Chelsea. Yeah, it's very close to Chelsea. More Hell's Kitchen ish. No, no, you're more. In, it's more in Chelsea, but it's um. Basically, the the closer you are to Midtown, yeah, the worse your options are. Basically, so you can get down into Chelsea and West Village and and Flatiron and find good stuff. See, I like. But you're, to... you're you're also near like you start getting near to uh, a little bit closer to like the tourist, the more touristy well, like yeah, type yeah. deals. I like to stay as close to Times Square as possible. That well, that's like a, that's that's there. yeah. That's some people do. Uh, they choose that, and <laughs> to them, I say good luck. Uh, I, you know what. A lot of people hate the Times Square. I anytime I'm in New York, I have to walk through there, <laughs> unless it's just totally out of the way. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful spot to see all that crazy. It, shit it is. It's on. cool. It's cool, and that is truly the hub of the energy. Phil. It is. <laughs> that is where the energy is generated. It is. You ever go uh, wait outside the window of TRL? I <laughs> know. Yeah. No, but I tell you what, if Carson Daly, if they would reboot, I'd go wait. I was thinking about uh, I was I was actually thinking on, on my way over here about uh, the intersection of 106 and Park where BET uh-huh. aired 106 and Park, yeah. and I was thinking that 106 and Park is actually a pretty similar intersection to uh, to right. style and pop culture. You're so right. you know we share we share a lot in common with uh, we actually do with those guys over there. Um, let's talk about the weather real quick. Okay. I had like three great days. It was three great days and two bad ones. And they were oddly enough like mixed in with each other. I'm sure you packed accordingly. I I sort of did. The two bad days were like mid-60s in a weird rain yeah. where it wasn't actually raining. It was yeah. like a light drizzle, yeah. which was, way wor- was actually worse than rain. Yeah. Because you're holding your umbrella and somehow you're still getting wet. <laughs> because it's just like, it's like enveloping you instead of just coming like, Yeah, it's you know, floating around. It's just floating. It's, it's yeah. everything is wet. And this was especially bad because it's like not, it's neither hot nor cold. Uh-huh. You walk more than three blocks and you could be in shorts and a t-shirt. If you're standing in the shade, you need like a sweater and a jacket. So the, those were, those were, those were difficult days to kind of like deal with. The other days, which were in between 50 and 60 and sunny, that is just that people, that is just what they call fit weather, baby. <laughs> you were ready. I was ready. Oh, man. That, I bet that, you tried on like three or four fits before you got out of the room. No, no, I didn't. You, I was, you had them. I, I, yeah. And I actually, I packed pretty, pretty efficiently on this trip. I wore almost everything in my bag. Wow. Yeah. I think I, I like, I, I didn't wear like one t shirt and a pair of sweatshorts that I had for lounging. Yeah. Well, tell us, tell everybody about two things that I want to know about. Who made the shirt that I think was a button down that had the graphics on it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, tell me about, you took a picture in a mirror wearing a blue yes. out, outerwear piece mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. So those, those were my, those are my two big flexes <laughs> of the trip and I, I i wore them uh together actually one day uh-huh that was my outerwear piece over the the graphic button-up yeah and um the the button-up is prada i knew it i was about to guess that i had my I, i've had my eye on it since it was on the runway 
And then Will DeFreeze did an interview on Sunday Scaries with a guy that works for an app. I don't think it was Bumble, but it was like maybe a dating app. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I saw his content. And when he did this interview, that dude was wearing that Prada shirt. And I was just like sold obsessed with it yeah and it was occasionally this is like a trick that i think i've told you about i'm not sure if we've ever talked about it online depending on where a product is made and then depending on which website is selling the product and where they are based out of the price of some american and european designer pieces can fluctuate wildly so for example john elliott which makes a lot of stuff in the u.s and then ships out of the U.S. When it when John Elliott is carried on like end clothing, which is operates out of the U.K. for example, mm-hmm. the prices are a lot higher because they're paying import duties yeah. on the on the American made goods. Um, this benefits you the other way around. If you're on a European site and you're buying something that was made in Europe, you can find far lower prices than say looking at that same stuff on Mister Porter. Yeah. So. I came across that shirt and had a and had like a seasonal discount code at Trabian and essentially got that piece for half off. Nice. At the very beginning of the season. Wow. And so it was I saw it for 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 that type of discount. Yeah, full size run at that and time. Like two sizes mm. and I and one of them was mine. Um the jacket was I got on an awesome sale from Farfetch and that's Craig Green. Mhm. And that that piece is is kind of like his probably his most well-known piece it's the workwear jacket yeah which typically comes like in seasonal colors and then also almost always like black gray or navy and i really really like the solid colors but i this one is loud as one of you guys commented on on my instagram and i like that too and the price was awesome on it and and i i been eyeing, been eyeing that for for some time as well. I like it a lot. So I actually I picked that up at the at, at the end of spring sale. I see. And I'm just using it as a fall weather piece, basically. See, so, yeah, I don't have mine. anything that. Um, but I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I need some stuff that needs that that for colder weather. The other the other stuff that I wore, like my other my other fits, what I wore. Almost all, like the only other piece of outerwear that I bought or that I brought, excuse me, was that uh, kind of olivey brown uh, bomber jacket. Yeah. Which is the Rag and Bone Manston. Mm-hmm. And I wore the hell out of that and thing on this warm? trip. And it is. It's, it is actually warm. Okay. Like I think you could, you'd probably be okay with that in like, I think it's light enough to pull off with a t shirt in like 60 ish, 65. Right. But if you throw, I mean, but it gets it gets warm quick. So if you have like a hoodie or a sweater on underneath it, yeah, it, it it's yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, that's my problem. Everything I like and because it's love not to wear is not warm. Some at of those all. bombers are really like light. Uh-huh. This one is has like some quilting right in it. So it yeah, that was that was perfect. Let me tell you about real quick before we uh, before we head off here. I'll talk about a, just a little bit of the trends that I saw. Yeah, the most noticeable one was actually a a, a women's trend that was very very popular in brooklyn mm-hmm. is basically the stock okay it's jeans or pants that are in like a somewhere between a like a what i'd say a relaxed slim or a baggy pant frequently cropped at the ankle and then like sneak comfortable sneakers yeah 
anything from like a Nike Cortez or Air Force One to like a pair of Golden Goose, mm-hmm. something something in that range. But in Brooklyn, not like a ton of like I saw one chicken Balenciaga triple S's, but other than that, it was like mostly like casual mm-hmm. beater, you know, just white and some color sneakers, stuff. comfortable sneakers, and then on top, long over like overcoats, yeah, like down to the knee, basically. Mm-hmm. And whether that was like a trench or just a camel top coat or something navy or plaid, but that was it, it was really more about like the silhouette and the look put together. Mm-hmm. One of you guys actually even asked me if Air Force Ones were good for dudes. I'm seeing them like more and more. I feel like they're really mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. it's one of those things that it's probably above what I refer to as like bubbling at this point, but I think they're definitely like back on the scene in a pretty in a very you know, good way if you are if you want to mess around with Air Force Ones at all. Um, and then for the for dudes, it was definitely it it it's that pant style. It's a very similar pant style to that that I'm seeing. Lo- a lot less of like the straight up like Saint Laurent skinny, yeah, and more of like that relaxed slim. Sometimes with a crop, yeah. Sometimes without. With a large overcoat? Uh, ja- jackets were all over the place mm. for dudes. But definitely that pant fit is, uh, is is what I saw a ton of. Cropped? Sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The other thing that every single store I walked into has a fleece right now. Yeah. I pu- I'm putting together my list for the Patreon.com right now. That's Patreon.com slash Club Cool. Coming this week. I assure you, dropping that list of fleeces, and then next week we're gonna do, uh, we'll do our Phil and I will do our editorial about our favorite uh, inexpensive items on the web currently. Price TBD. Price TBD. We might bump it up for October. Let's bump it up. You know, Let's I don't want to scare you with the higher prices, but it is spooky season. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we all, We should also um, get a little something together for Black Friday. What we're eyeing. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, and yeah, I might I might another thing I might do on there for content wise is is one of you guys just asked you said you were uh, headed to New York soon and you just wanted like a list of stores that you should check out so I can mm-hmm. I can put some stuff like that together. That's valuable stuff for right you there. as well. Uh, that's patreon.com slash club cool. Also, thank you to our sponsor Keeps. Check them out keeps.com slash cool. It's the best way to take care of that hair of yours. Take care of that hair. Take take care of that Keeps. hair. Dot com slash slash cool. Cool. There you go, Phil. Uh, any other questions for me before we dip out of here, Phil? Um, did you have fun, Barrett? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to have some fun? <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. I always, 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 always enjoy being there. Um, the Brooklyn experience was a really phenomenal one. I will definitely be back to Brooklyn. Um. You know, this morning, didn't get to sleep much, but I did get up, you know, and I, I I drove myself through Austin Java, had a bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast taco and a cup of the Texas pecan coffee. And <laughs> You were right. And it was good to be back in Austin. Yeah. You know? It's always good to, to come back to It's work. always good. This trip was long enough at like five days uh-huh. where it didn't give you so, it didn't give you like that, like, it wasn't that morsel of a trip where you're just like, God, I need more of that. Mm-hmm. You it let you hang there for that last kind of day, where you just like were kind of ready to get home. 
Yeah. And out of the big city. And into the driver's seat, literally. And, and into drive the... Dr- yes, and drive yourself somewhere. That Now, to be fair, that is... You know, if I could just pull from New York and make, make Austin mm-hmm. perfect, one, one is the weather. It's awesome that they have seasons. Um, You know, about about Halloween here, I, you, you can see that I, I did some exercise before this podcast, and I just took myself on a nice fall run, Phil. And I saw a lot of beautiful... Uh, colored, multicolored, dead leaves. Beautiful. Just really nice, you know, fall uh, foliage, I would call it. And I think it must have been as cool as like, oh, I don't know, probably a nippy 81, 82. <laughs> That's how I like it, baby. And uh, I just, you know, like I said, the walkability and that fit weather. Uh-huh. It's just nice, man. Also, the mass transit would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I kind of factor that into like yeah. the, the walkability and like uh-huh. just like, being able to pop around different places on on the subways is is super nice. Quick prediction before we go yeah. for the kids World Series. Uh well, because we are in the midst of a game right now which I see is tied. Mm-hmm. I'm still predicting the Astros. And in. I think that they will do this in 6 games. Wow. I think Astros in 7. If they win tonight, I think it's six. If we lose tonight, I think we I think we still have a chance in seven. Yeah, I do. Astros in seven. Look, man, I think the Nationals they they brought in their game three starter for innings last night. Right. Yeah. The scenario like they, they're scared, man. I, they, I know. They, they understood how badly they needed that win last yeah, night. That absolutely. One win. Yeah, and they, the scenario played out perfectly for the pitching side. For the Astros, getting all their their big arms to throw. Yeah. But they got a score, man. They, they do. stranded they do. so many runners. They stranded an incredible amount of runners, incredible. which, uh, I mean, like, the bats got to get going. Spe- like, Bregman right now, mm-hmm. he's getting on base here and there, walks, yeah. whatever, but he, he, needs to, he, he needs to let that bat rip, baby. Come on, Strohs. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, we need it, baby. Go, Strohs. Um, that is going to do it for us today. Follow us. At Club Cool Pod on Instagram, patreon.com slash club cool. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. Phil, you can see his escapades. You got any trips coming up here anytime soon? Uh, yeah, we're going to New Orleans for uh, our anniversary. Very in nice. So very nice. I'll, yeah. Uh, oh, and you, you told me you're going to live stream some, uh, some backapuncture. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going in for some acupuncture. I'll, I'll give you back. the club cool login. You can just you can go yeah. live on on the on the IG there. That's let everybody let everybody see. see the 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 needles in your back. What have you ever done cupping? Have you ever tried cupping? I haven't. No. But I'll try anything. This lower back is fucked, man. Oh God. I tell you what, man. My my knees today. This is the first time I went on a run in uh-huh. in five months. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, not good. No. Just just knee just shitty knees. Bad knees. Dude, the thirties. What's happening? <sighs> 30s yeah and I'm it's, almost it's, halfway it's exactly what they say it's exactly what they say um stay active kids yeah god I mean, we are I, active it just stuff breaks down it does, yeah it just doesn't doesn't, doesn't bounce back you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta stay with it you can't just get up off the couch after five months of of no actual running and and expect to to be good for three miles yeah not on these austin hills tell you what yeah we got the hills <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing we have um. Yeah, man. It, I I can't believe we filled an hour so quickly. I hope this was enjoyable, and I just didn't droll about about uh, about New York and Brooklyn. But. No, that was fun. That, I mean, I wanted to know more about the trip. I'm glad we saved it for the pod. That was that was an interesting um, way to go about 
just off the cuff, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what we like. We like to go off well, the cuff. I'll give you one more Brooklyn recommendation. Yeah. Partner's Coffee. That was another one that the, that the, that the kids gave me. Is that a single location? I believe that they have multiple, but there is one in Williamsburg. But it's a it's a local it's a local operation. That's that is so crucial to a trip. Yeah. When you're not at an Airbnb, if you're at a hotel, even if you're at an Airbnb, you want to get out for coffee. Yeah. I mean, you're doing it every morning, right? Pretty much. You gotta have a solid spot. Definitely. I, I liked partners so much that I just went back there like yes. two days later. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. if you want, uh, I will. I'm I'm happy to uh, to give you guys Brooklyn and New York Rex as well if you're headed there soon. So just hit me in the DMs and uh, yeah, man, we'll be back. Uh, we will be back next week for another rousing podcast <laughs> edition. All right, bye bye. See ya. Drug delivery. Drug delivery. <laughs> Who doesn't love drug getting drugs Barrett, delivered to Barrett them? Barrett had Phil? one too many keeps pills <laughs> before we got on the air. <laughs>